0: Here First is sponsored by UCS Healthcare, proudly delivering healthcare services across Iowa, specializing in mental health, substance use disorder treatment, and medical care with a special focus on LGBTQIA healthcare. More at ucsonline.org. Today is Friday. It's the 9th of December. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. An explosion and fire at an agricultural plant in eastern Iowa has caused injuries and an evacuation of people near the operation. The explosion and fire happened about 11.15 yesterday morning in Marengo at a plant owned by Heartland Crush, a soybean crushing company. As of 4 o'clock yesterday afternoon, firefighters were still putting out the flames. State Patrol Trooper Bob Conrad says the biggest thing was for the public just to stay away. The number one way that most people can help us right now It's just really staying out of the scene that we're in because obviously people want to see. They want to look, but we need to focus our resources and uh, personnel on protecting the scene, putting the fire out. After all 30 of the people in the facility were accounted for, emergency personnel turned to putting out the billowing fire and evacuating nearby houses that were in the thickest smoke. Iowa has the highest juvenile detention rate in the U.S. for black youth, according to the sentencing project. Now, IPR's Grant Gerlach tells us advisory panels in the Iowa Department of Human Rights are planning to recommend reforms to the system. Ideas to reduce racial disparities include setting a minimum age of 12 years old for juvenile court defendants and requiring diversion programs for first-time low-level offenders. Stephen Michael of the Department of Human Rights says justice advisory groups will also recommend starting all cases involving juveniles in juvenile court. He says charging youth as adults disproportionately affects black
1: Iowans. Black youth are 11 and a half times more likely to be direct filed uh, than, than white youth, which means if you're 16, you commit a forcible felony or allegedly commit a forcible felony, you start in the adult
0: court system. Michael made his comments at the Iowa Summit on Justice and Disparities. He says the recommendations will be shared with the governor and state legislators. After a fair amount of haggling, Sioux City officials were able to get the people planning a rally featuring former President Donald Trump to pay a $5,000 bill the day before last month's event. But the city is still waiting on the U.S. Secret Service and event planners to reimburse more than $11,000 in other rally costs. The biggest outstanding bill related to the November 3rd rally in Sioux City is the $10,000 charge for police officers to staff the event that the Secret Service is supposed to pay. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration has authorized the bivalent COVID-19 booster shot for children as young as six months, We get the details from IPR's Natalie Krebs.
1: The FDA authorized a bivalent booster from Pfizer and Moderna for children ages 6 months to 5 years old. It's given to them after they have completed their initial series of a vaccine. It helps prevent serious illness from COVID because it protects against two strains of the virus. This includes the Omicron variant, which has long been the dominant variant circulating in the state. This comes as hospitals across Iowa are reporting seeing unusually high numbers of children who are seriously ill with respiratory viruses, like RSV, the flu, and COVID. According to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, 15.7% of Iowans ages 5 and older have received the bivalent booster.
0: And as the downstream navigation season on the Missouri River is wrapping up for the year, releases from Gavin's Point Dam near Yankton, South Dakota are being reduced to winter levels. It's a seasonal move, according to John Remus, chief of the Missouri River Basin Water Management Division of the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers.
1: We don't support navigation usually past the end of November, so we run winter releases um, normally. And then when we get into drought conservation measures like we're in now, we go to what we call minimum winter releases, which is uh, just to conserve water in the system for. Uh, Future years, just in case the drought continues.
0: The core normally starts increasing flows again in mid-March. This is here first. This IPR podcast is supported by Cultivating Compassion, the Dr. Richard Deming Foundation, fostering causes that enrich the community, generate understanding, and cultivate compassion, including Above and Beyond Cancer. People in the Midwest and High Plains are used to severe thunderstorms and tornadoes. But there's a weather phenomenon that's become a more common part of their vocabulary. Derechos. A year ago, a derecho swept across the Midwest and plains, including Iowa, bringing widespread damaging winds, tornadoes, and killing at least five. As IPR's Katie Pikus reports, scientists are grappling with what the future of derechos could look like.
1: On December 15th last year, it was unusually warm in central Iowa, 70 degrees, when a derecho blew through. It hit Matt Thompson's seed and fertilizer application business. There was a building there. You could see the pad still sitting there. through gravel. That's where one of the buildings was. Lost Grove Ag Services near Harcourt lost five of its six buildings. Thompson recalls getting to the business early the next morning to survey the damage. And when the sun came up, it was... We didn't know what we were going to do. It was pretty devastating to see. It was unbelievable. I'll never forget that. Derechos are widespread, long-lived windstorms, and this derecho was unique, the first recorded in December anywhere in the U.S. Wind gusts exceeded 80 miles per hour. The straight-line winds and tornadoes that accompanied left nearly $2 billion in damage stretching from Kansas to Michigan. Iowa, in particular, has been caught in the crosshairs of derechos over the last couple of years. Bill Gallis is a meteorology professor at Iowa State University. He says derechos thrive on warm, humid air in the atmosphere's lower levels, creating thunderstorms, something the Midwest often has.
0: Those thunderstorms are able to tap into very strong winds happening higher up in the atmosphere, even up toward the jet stream, so that they can bring those strong winds down to the ground. That is what happened in the recent December 2021 derecho in the Midwest.
1: There isn't a lot of research on derechos, so scientists say it's hard to know how they'll fare in a warming Earth. Gallus says there's more energy in the atmosphere as it warms, and that could pave the way for more powerful and more frequent derechos.
0: Since derechos like warm, humid air, you're probably going to be seeing them in places or at times of the year where you didn't see them before. So they may be starting to happen more to the north.
1: But scientists can't say for sure, and some attribute the uncertainty to the fact that there's no official database for derechos like there is for hurricanes or tornadoes where they can look for historic trends. That's something the National Weather Service is working on. Matthew Elliot is a warning coordination meteorologist based in Norman, Oklahoma. He says derechos have no formal definition.
0: When you hear the word derecho,
1: It's got to trigger something. It's got to trigger that this is the worst windstorm that I'm going to see. Once they have a label and better data, Elliott says it'll make forecasting derechos easier and will give people more warning to get to safety. The National Weather Service has improved the alert system. That's after a highly destructive derecho hit Iowa and Illinois back in August 2020, killing four people. Now when a severe thunderstorm warning is issued with strong winds of at least 80 miles per hour, people get an alert on their phones. But Northern Illinois University atmospheric scientists and disaster geographer Walker Ashley says more should be done with urban planning and building codes.
0: We build at the bare minimum standards in this country, and that has all sorts of consequences from heating costs to damage
1: within extreme damaging wind events. After all, Ashley says as cities grow and sprawl out, they're putting more people in harm's way of extreme weather, like derecho's. I'm Katie Peikus, IPR News.
0: Katie is our connection to Harvest Public Media, a collaboration of public media newsrooms in the Midwest and Great Plains, including IPR News. It reports on food systems, agriculture, and rural issues. You can find here First from IPR News, this podcast you're listening to right now, wherever you subscribe to them. I'm Clay Masters. Thanks for listening.